Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome back to another Textination interview. Joining us is Nishant Sangavi, the co-founder and chief executive of EnergyX Solutions. Thanks for joining us, Nishant. Thanks for having me, Fred. Appreciate it. Describe for us to start out with what EnergyX Solutions is all about. Yeah, for sure. And, and perhaps the best way to start is talk to you about our mission, and then we'll get into exactly what we do. And, and the mission of the company um, is really to empower every building around the world, really, uh, to achieve uh, energy efficiency and to take action towards energy conservation measures. Uh, and we, use, we do this using technology. Uh, we're always pushing a dial in terms of living and breathing this mission. And the way we achieve this mission is to license our platform uh, to utilities and utilities are then able to use our technology to identify homes and businesses that would best qualify for energy efficiency programs, digitally engage those homes and businesses so that they understand what the best measures are around their home to take action on. And then at the same time, facilitate that entire process so homeowners and business owners can actually realize savings. So tell us some of the companies and regions that you're working in today. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so all across Canada and the U.S., east to west coast, we work across Nova Scotia, we work across Ontario, we work across Manitoba and B.C. And then coming to the U.S., we go all the way from California uh, to the Midwest, uh, to Louisiana, and then all across the Northeast. So we're really end-to-end, -end, uh, east to west coast, and we've just closed our first utility in Europe, in Portugal. So we're also starting now to work uh, with, with the utility and across homes in Portugal as well. So consumers may or may not be familiar with your name, but they may be utilizing your platform. You said it exactly accurately, right? They're completely white-labeled. So for a consumer, uh, they wouldn't know EnergyX. They may have heard of our platform, My Energy Expert, which is, which is a, a branded platform that utilities end up using. Uh, but yeah, we're white labeled. Uh, utilities will license the platform. They'll make it available to their customers with their own branding, their own look and feel as part of their own value proposition. And then customers can actually go online and start the journey. So 
people may be so for some consumers who may be skeptical saying why does a utility want to lower my bill <laughs> it, it runs it's counterintuitive i suppose that they would want more money from me not less tell us tell us how this works what's the why behind it and what consumers should know yeah i i it, fantastic question and perhaps we should first start with um you know uh, whether uh, whether energy efficiency is really the most cost-effective way to achieve our climate goal targets. We believe it is. So if I go back to the three philosophies that we built this company on, and that really resonates with the utilities we work with. And the three philosophies are first and foremost, that as I mentioned, energy efficiency, energy conservation is the most cost-effective way for us to hit our climate change targets. The second uh, belief that we have is, or the philosophy that we have is if you empower homes and businesses with relevant information about their building, they will indeed take action and make smart decisions to save money. And the third philosophy, and perhaps this answers your question, is that for utilities to remain a trusted advisor to their customers and to really help engage their customers and keep them sticky they need to move above and beyond just providing them with commodity, which is electricity and gas, and think about ways they can really help uh, become an integral part of their consumer's uh, life cycle. And in this case, it's the energy savings life cycle. So utilities have realized, um, and there's business cases to prove it, that it is a lot more cost-effective to help their customer base lower little energy, as opposed to build power plants and invest in huge capital structure. There's also a lot of mandates and government regulations in place that really uh, empower and facilitate utilities to effectively run energy efficiency programs. And so really that's the reason why utilities have come to the conclusion that in the long run, um, it is the most cost-effective, it is the most customer-centric decision to really help their customers, homes and businesses lower the energy spend and in the same time, keep those customers really sticky with them throughout the entire journey. And how dramatic can results be as, as a homeowner? Okay, is it worthwhile for me to jump jump onto one of these programs? Yeah, so let me throw some stats at you. If I look at uh, greenhouse gas savings, 39% of greenhouse gas emissions come from buildings. Current programs that are purely focused just on behavioral changes can unlock only two to 7%. But if you start looking at deep retrofit programs, which is really what governments have been planning, Biden had it in his agenda, Trudeau has it um, in, in, this, in his agenda, um, deep retrofits where you focus on insulation, you focus on building envelope, you focus on HVAC systems, you focus on windows and attics can unlock more than 60% of savings for buildings. And so there's massive potential here when it comes to upgrading your home, upgrading your building. Um, the, the, the challenge we have is really ensuring that consumers have access to these programs. A, they understand it. So they're, they're educated within their building to understand where they can unlock those savings. And B, they have the means and the access to enroll in the programs that actually allow those upgrades to take place so they can start realizing those savings. And that's really that spot where our platform uh, plays a very key role. And uh, of course, uh, when consumers today think about energy savings in the environment, they're thinking things like uh, solar panels. I guess that would probably be number one 
the number one thing that comes to mind, or if they're in the right area, maybe wind power or something along those lines. So tell me, you, you're, you're going much deeper than that and in areas where people may not even be able to use solar panels, right? Right, 100%. And also you can use solar, but if you still have a leaky building, you're still not as efficient as you can be. So I think there's a combination of doing both. We're very big, a big and strong proponents of using clean energy, right? Getting away from fossil fuels. You've got solar, you've got wind, you've got other types of generation that can really allow for you to have clean uh, energy into your buildings. But at the same time, you wanna make sure that you're using that energy in the most efficient way. And that's where uh, upgrades and retrofits become such a key aspect of it. Uh, don't have a leaky building. Let's figure out how you can really um, maximize uh, the use of the energy you're getting into your building. And then at the same time, make sure that the energy you are getting is clean, is, is, is coming from the sun, is coming from the wind, is coming from geothermal, all the other ways. Interesting. So are you anticipating with the, with the new administration here, there's going to be a, a, a great deal more emphasis on people taking advantage of these programs and uh, incentives and such? Yeah, we're seeing that. We're seeing three things. Uh, and this is not only across the U.S. and Canada. We're also seeing it across Europe now. We're seeing three things. Number one, uh, the, the focus on uh, hitting emission targets and really trying to understand everything we can do to, to reduce climate change or combat climate change. The second thing we're seeing is a, is a strong focus in understanding all the different things you can do to combat that. Focus on clean energy and, and clean generation, uh, focus on the grid, and at the same time, focus on the buildings, which is how, how do you uh, um, increase the adoption of deep retrofits? And then the third thing we're seeing is, to your point, uh, incentives and, and more focus on, on governments working with utilities to help design programs uh, that can really help facilitate that, that uh, shift in, in, um, uh, in policy and then can, and can facilitate consumers actually taking advantage and leveraging all the measures and incentives that are provided to them. And it, it's in those three things that we're finding that our technology can really start playing much more of a prominent role. Tell me about the impact of the pandemic. It would seem to me that prior to this, a lot of people would have their thermostats adjusted, maybe automatically, that when everybody leaves the house, uh, the thermostat adjusts, so you're going to save energy during the day, and then the heat or the air conditioning comes back on around the time you're going to get home. Now, so many of us are home all day long, and it's a house full of people. Yeah, I mean, the pandemic's had so many impacts, right? I mean, let's let's go back to, to at least the topic today. To your point, correct, uh, we're all staying at home more often than we were. We're working from home. Uh, our kids are at home. And so we're definitely using more electricity. We're using more gas. Um, and so we're starting to see an increase in energy bills. At the same time, what utilities have realized is they've got to figure out how to best digitally engage with their customers and educate their customers and understand ways in which they can help their customers lower energy spend because energy spend has increased. And at the same time, um, you know, uh, the economies has struggled. Some of us have lost our jobs. And so uh, paying those energy bills can become more and more of a challenge. 
The other thing we've seen from a pandemic perspective is generally when you want to um, do some changes around your home and make your home energy efficient, um, one, of the, one of the most um, common things to do is call up an energy auditor who would then come into your home, do a walkthrough audit, which will cost you uh, some money. In certain cases, it's subsidized by the utility. So in certain cases, it's not. And then you have this energy report, which you can then start acting on, which tells you exactly what you need to do. But with social distancing, that's not possible now. And so this is really where digital platforms like ours become such a prominent way and such a cost-effective way and a scalable way for utilities to still educate their customers. So you don't need to send an energy auditor in anymore. You can use our tool uh, and uh, for the homeowner to really understand what they can do to do those upgrades. And then they can get contractors out to do that um, at a time that makes the most sense. So we're seeing pan the pandemic really, um, it's, it's accelerated our business. It's accelerated our growth because we've seen the adoption of technology um, become so much more compared to where we were pre-pandemic days. And with the new emphasis on electric vehicles that we're hearing about from the administration, even during the Super Bowl and General Motors pledged to push nothing but electric vehicles or zero emission vehicles by uh, 2035, which sounds like a long way away, but it really isn't. <laughs> um, are we going to need to see a dramatic shift in, in energy generation? I know this may not be exactly what you work on, but otherwise- yeah, I mean, electrification is such a, such a hot topic right now when it comes to- But electric to vehicles don't necessarily make for a cleaner environment unless the, the electricity being generated to charge the vehicle is- It's uh, clean. It's clean. It's clean, 100%. The, but the, the question you asked though is with electrification coming on board, uh, you're going to start seeing even more more energy use and increased energy use. I mean, I own an electric vehicle. I've had an electric vehicle since the last four or five years now, right? And I swear by it. I would never go back. I would never, ever go back. But at the same time, um, I think what utilities have to start accounting for is as, as um, the world moves towards EVs, and I'm a big believer that the world will, I don't think we're going back. I think we're going forward. Um, we've got to, they've got to really start thinking about, well, how are we going to account for this additional supply? And, and generally you would account for the additional supply by building more plants or, 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 or trying to figure out how you can get more clean energy into the grid. And I think that's going to happen. But at the same time, um, there's also energy efficiency becomes such a more important aspect of that now, because you can, if you have a leaky building, you're losing a lot of energy. And as you require more and more people uh, to, to, to use energy because of electrification, you really want to make sure that the building is as airtight and as, uh, as, as um, efficient as possible. So it really goes hand in hand. Electrification is going to require utilities to really start thinking about ways in which they can generate more clean energy. At the same time, it's requiring them to understand that the buildings that this electricity is coming in really have to be very efficient, have to be uh, upgraded so that they can use energy as efficiently as possible because we know that usage is going to increase over time. Is there a place that people can go to to get more information on, on the work that you and your company are doing? 
Yeah, um, our website, uh, www.energyxsolutions.com. You can find us on LinkedIn. Uh, in many cases, depending on where you are, if you're in California, if you're in Louisiana, if you're in the Northeast, if you're in Missouri, if you're in DC, uh, and if you're across Canada, uh, you probably have access to our platform through your utility. Um, but yeah, our, our website's the best way, and that'll actually showcase all the different utilities we're currently working with today. And uh, if you really want to have access to the platform, I would say call your utility and ask them how they're helping you as a homeowner or business owner save energy and what are the tools and the resources you can use to do so. And, and hopefully that, if you don't have access to that, that'll prompt them to start looking for platforms like ours um, that would really help benefit their consumers. And are there many players in this space? You know, we're seeing, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great question. I think we're seeing players uh, across various different aspects. We're seeing players that are purely focused on educating customers and digitally engaging customers. We're seeing players that are purely focused on helping customers change behavior uh, and, and helping them understand what they can do around their home to, uh, to reduce energy usage. So, you know, use, use energy at, at off-peak times as opposed to on-peak times. So use energy when cost of electricity is cheaper or, or try to convert your appliances into energy star appliances. So we're seeing players really focused on behavioral changes. We're seeing players uh, focused on digitally engaging customers. We're seeing players work with utilities on their backend processes. Um, what we've really tried to do is create an end-to-end -end solution from start to finish. We start by helping utilities virtually audit their entire customer base using our machine learning models. We help them identify homes and businesses that would be the most ripe for the different programs they're running. Focus on retrofit and upgrade on programs such as uh, weatherization, insulation, really programs that help uh, upgrade buildings. So that's one aspect of it. Once we've been able to help utilities segment their customers, we then work with utilities through our digital engagement platforms to engage those customers, get those customers to come online and help educate them on upgrades and programs that they can take advantage of. And then we work with utilities on the back end so that the utilities can schedule contractors and retrofits with those homeowners that have now qualified for the programs and ensure that homeowners can get their rebates and incentives back out to them. So the end-to-end the -end platform uh, or the solution, we haven't really seen a lot of competitors in that space as yet. Uh, but as I said, it's, it's, it's coming. We're seeing more and more regulation and policies really pushing utilities across the world really to enable and facilitate this to happen. And so I, I would hope to see more players like ours, right? I think competition in the sector is always good because we have one mission. We wanna get all homes and buildings uh, to take advantage of energy, uh, efficient energy conservation measures. Are you primarily uh, then a, a software AI type company then? Very much so. So we have a fully, fully software as a service, uh, enterprise platforms, white labeled by utilities. Uh, there's a strong consumer co portion of it because at the end of the day, we have consumers, homes and businesses that interact with the platform and, 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 uh, and, uh, you know, facilitate their journey through the platform itself. Uh, but it's a pure, uh, pure software play. And consumers, if they do sign up 
and they have questions, are they going to be contacting your company or how does it work? Do you yeah, provide that support? Again, again awesome question. It, it really depends on what questions they have. If they have questions on the on the platform itself, and and if they've got information in there, and they want to find out, um, you know, um, uh, if, if they, I guess any technical technical questions about this platform itself, they would contact us with the first line of support. But if there's program specific information or incentive specific information, they would then contact the utility uh, to find out more about that specific program above and beyond what they've already learned about it through our platform. So it really depends on the type of questions they have. The company again is Energy X Solutions. Congratulations on the innovation. And Nishant Sangavi, thank you for taking the time with us. Thank you, Fred. That was a lot of fun and I truly appreciate it. Cooking with the power of the sun. Hi, I'm Fred Fishkin, here to tell you about the latest innovation from my friend Patrick Sherwin and his great team at GoSun Stove. The GoSun Fusion has arrived using the company's tried-and-true reflectors and a solar vacuum tube to get you cooking without the mess of charcoal, heavy propane tanks, or smoke. A really bright idea. And with an optional solar panel and battery storage and the ability to plug in at home or on the road, you really can use the GoSun Fusion to cook anytime and anywhere, day or night, rain or shine. I love what Patrick and his team are doing, and so will you. Want to learn more? Head to gosun.co to check out all of the company's products and innovations, and use the code TEXTANATION to save 10%. That's gosun.co. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.